0: Welcome back to another edition of the Boaters Extra podcast. On this Monday morning, uh, waited till the next day to uh, to get on the podcast, just in case I needed to um, look at the the play at the end of the game Sunday. at Mackey. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how much I'm going to delve into it. The, the statements are out there. You've watched the game, you've seen the replays. I, I assume by now that you have seen the statements from the officials. Uh, about what happened you've seen or read about Matt Painter's reaction uh to that play uh, it didn't cost Purdue the game it could have cost Purdue the game um so it, uh, again I don't know how much I'm going to delve into it here because um it's it, at the end it didn't it didn't change the game it could have um so, anyway, regarding the game, uh, obviously this was not Purdue's best performance. Um, this is a team, as you know, that lives through its offense, and for 30 minutes its offense was not alive. Um, they were they were slow. They were th- lethargic. They were lackluster. Uh, they didn't appear to be sharp. Um, I felt they played more individually than collectively, uh, and they made some great individual plays when they had to. Jaden Ivey's three-point play at the end, which was the difference. Um, M- Mason Gillis making a block. You know Trayvon Williams kind of taking over uh, down low at the end to to kind of match what Maryland was doing. You know Sasha Stefanovic hitting threes, Zakiyeh hitting the boards and staying out of foul trouble. Uh, so I mean individually they they made they made some plays, but I, I just never felt they were connected. Uh, in this game, uh, they, they've struggled on defense, as you know, and they're not really in tune, in sync defensively, but offensively they, they've been in sync most of the year. Uh, Thursday's loss at Michigan, uh, was, they were not in sync, and uh, Sunday they were not in sync for a long period of time. Uh, they, they did get it going, um, and they, they fed off their, their made threes and what they were doing on the offensive end, uh, to, to win this game. Um and you can you can look at this and spin it a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I, I'm sure some are in the absolute category that this team is done, it's fried, it's it's over. There are others that are going to sit back and be patient and let it play out, which is what you have to do. Um, I, I don't think they're done. I don't think they're over. They've they're just going through a very difficult stretch right now where uh games have been piling up. Travel's been piling up. These are not, these are not excuses. This is reality of what, what's going on. Um, so I, I just think they're trying to fight through this thing and they had to show some fight yesterday to, to get that win. Uh, and I think that's a, that's a good sign. I, I, I do think that this type of game where they were, they were really bad offensively and bad at the beginning of the second half defensively, a bit worse than, maybe some other games that this, in a, this is an experience that they can draw on because they're going to they're gonna get in this type of game again, whether it's uh, at, up at Wisconsin, at Michigan State, you know, Wednesday at Northwestern, against Rutgers, you name it. They're going to get in this type of game again, and they're going to have to have some sort of experience of how to deal with it. You know, this is the first time this year they've won a game when they haven't scored 70 points. Uh Usually, when they don't get seventy, they lose. So it was a new way to win, to find out how to win. They were obviously the players were not happy about it. It was more of a a somber feeling uh, with them, as you know, because they didn't play well. I mean, they they have high standards for themselves. They have higher standards for themselves more than you have higher standards for them. So they you know they were disappointed, but I, I do think they need to get through this stretch. They get through Wednesday, maybe, uh, you know, maybe, you know, they'll get their first off day, uh, in 23 days on Thursday. That won't, you know, that won't magically just turn them into who they were, you know, when they played Illinois, but it will help. Um, and they just have to battle through it. Um, they just have to battle through it and you know they did and they they did on Sunday and um and that's that's a credit to what they did but they they still have issues that they need to fix and and yeah they need to be better defensively but you know we all know that's that's not probably going to happen there's no big step there that's going to happen but again i think you credit the individual performances how they how they played uh but they they need to get back connected to what they're doing um too much one on one, too much. You know, just trying to, uh, you know, at some point you press a little bit, and it, that's human nature. Um, but you know, just get back to the way that they were playing, and that and you, and that'll come as they experience some success. Um, you know, I thought yesterday they scored the first four points in the first minute, and thought, okay, you know, they've they've set the tone. They're gonna. Kind of build on that and then they got, they got punched in the mouth by Maryland and never got off the mat until, you know, late in the second half. Um, um but you, you have to, you have to like their response. You have to like how they battled back. Uh, but, you know, as you know, they all, you know, they have to, they have to get better. Uh, um, now regarding the play at the end where, and I'm, I think you've seen the statements. You've watched it. As I said, you've, You've, you know what happened there. You know, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you or try to tell you something you don't know. But, you know, the clock was erroneously started when Purdue was going to inbound the ball with 8.1 seconds left. Once the ball was touched and the officials rec- recognized that there was a problem, they, they stopped play. They, they did what they claimed they are supposed to do, take .3 seconds off. And then um, Purdue gets the ball back. Well, here's where the communication gaps come in. You know, and Painter, Matt Painter, afterwards admitted that he should have been more direct and got better clarification as, as far as what Purdue could do in that situation. And he didn't. He just asked, are we redoing this? And they said, yes. Well, he took it. Well, we can run the same play that we were going to run, where Stevanovich stands out of bounds, Eric Hunter steps out of bounds, and Stavanovich throws him the ball down the baseline. Well, once there's a play, or any time comes off, you you can't move, you can't run the baseline like you can do after a made basket, and you can't obviously do that play. Well, the officials recognized that when it once it happened, and created a turnover for Purdue, and gave the ball back to Maryland with at that point seven point eight seconds left. Now I was I was the pool reporter for this. Um, so I was able to to ask they give you one question then they give you a follow up. You know then that's all you get. So after Bo Borowski had explained what had happened, my follow up was if the clock had erroneously ticked off, why wasn't it reset? Well, he said it comes down to when the, the air was is recognized. So um, I, I'm not going to sit here and claim to know every rule, know the details. Now they these officials were in 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 communication with the Big Ten office um, before I was allowed in there. So um, you know they had their their statement pretty well set to go, and what rules apply and what rules don't apply. Um, so that's kind of where, where it was, you know, I, I do think, you know, you can always look at it after the fact, you know, and uh, as I said, Matt Painter did and should have got more clarification as far as what Purdue could do in that situation. And, you know, yes, we can sit here now and say, well, he should have done that. Well, it's the heat of the moment. Um, yep, somebody on his staff. Probably should have said something, done something, but um, the fact that if it had stayed at eight point one and no time had come off, Purdue could have run that play. But since time came off and there was a um, a play that had happened in the the mind of the officials, you can't. You can no longer run the baseline. You can no longer run run that play. Um, So that's. That's how that came about. Now, Purdue stopped Maryland from scoring. Danny Manning thinks that Dante Scott got fouled. He sent out pictures last night on social media. Um, I looked at the pictures. I'm not sure there was a foul. <laughs> I'm not sure that it's a foul worth calling. Yeah, there's always contact underneath the basket, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't think there was a foul there. Mason Gillis blocked Dante Scott from behind. Trevion Williams picked up the ball. Clock ran out. Game over. Um, so Purdue survived. That game, you know, in a lot of different areas, um, but it just it just kind of the attention to detail has to be sharper, and I think, um, you know, you've got to be more tuned in to what what's going on, and and that's you know, it didn't cost produce similar to the shot clock situation, you know, the happening is Illinois. You know, It cost Purdue two points at the time and at the time that was a big two points in the game. In the end it didn't matter. Um, like with this in the end it d- it didn't matter but as I always say, things are not an issue until they become an issue. Um, so, you know, Purdue just got to be sharper all, all the way around. Top to bottom. Just sharper in, in what they do. We've seen them sharp. We've seen them at their highest level. Um, and there's, they're, they're getting through a, a low point right now and When they come out of it, and I think they will come out of it, you know, they're, I think they will be better for it. Uh, you know, when you look at the bigger picture, uh, of, uh, of the uh, Big Ten and the NCAA, uh, they're still in a good position to win the league. Um, they're still in a good position to get a one and no, probably no worse than a two seed, uh, in this thing. So, um, they're in, they're in a, they're still in a really good position. They just, you know, gotta get back. The question is, can you, after you lose something like Purdue has had from an offensive standpoint most of the season, do you, you know, how quickly can you get it back? Do you get it back? What do you have to do to get it back? And, and that's, that's gonna be the key. Now they gotta go on a road at Northwestern which, you know, is is playing everybody very well right now. Uh had a chance to beat Illinois on Sunday, didn't do it, but, you know, they've you know, the Purdue beat them by twenty here, but that was not a twenty point game. That was a back and forth game in the second half. Uh that Purdue had to where Purdue's offense stepped up and kept matching what Northwestern was doing. So now you go on the road you know, your fear is you get off to a slow start, your offense struggles again, and you find yourself in a in a in a dogfight, you know, at Northwestern. Uh, so, you know, you know Purdue's got a, you know, it's another big week uh, for Purdue. They're they're all going to be big because uh, you got Northwestern and Rutgers. Rutgers goes to Wisconsin and wins. Uh, they're trying to muck up the the whole Big Ten standings. Um, they're just trying to get in the tournament, and I think they probably should be in right now. But they're going to have to still probably do a little bit more work. And then coming up on Saturday is the first, um, first and probably only, um, NCAA, uh, reveal where the committee actually will, will get together and seed and bracket the top 16 seeds based, you know, through Thursday's games, Friday's games, whatever it is. That comes out on Saturday. Uh, so you'll you'll have an idea, you'll have a clear idea of how the committee views Purdue on Saturday, um, and what what needs to be done or what needs to be maintained after that. Um, so that, that's going to be an interesting exercise to to see where Purdue falls as of February 18th or 19th. Um, you know, you, they 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 probably. Somewhere one or two, I would probably lean, uh, in the two range right now. Uh, but I don't see them drop into a three. Um, and really the seeds, you know, you can debate. I mean, I I think for Purdue in the NCAA tournament, obviously you want to play in Indianapolis in the first and second rounds. You'd love to be in Chicago for the regional. Uh, those are ideal situations and ideal pass, but you know you, you just at the end you just kind of take what they <laughs> what they give you and and go on and, you know and that's the whole point of having a really good regular season or maybe winning the big 10 is to put your put yourself in the best possible position to advance deep in the NCAA tournament you do that by getting the highest seed possible you do that by potentially playing closer to home uh so you, you know that's that's why these games matter that's why all of this matters leading up to the tournament as you produce trying to put itself in the best possible position to get the best possible seed and the best possible path it can get to the tournament after that it's up to them to perform and execute and do all those things that you that you you want them to do but anyway uh again apologize for not putting put this up Sunday night, but just wanted to make sure that I had all all my information in front of me in case. Uh, how deep I wanted to, to jump into the, the clock thing, and at the end it didn't cost Purdue a game, but um, it's just something to be aware of. Now, you when you think you've seen everything, there's something else that just pops up at the very end. All right, Purdue Northwestern on Wednesday night. We'll be back after that to recap it and see what that means in the big picture, and then look ahead to the Rutgers game and also you know where where Purdue might get might get seated in the first uh, reveal that the NCAA committee will do on Saturday. Uh, Thanks for stopping by. Have a good day.